Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 675. Or com- comics originally releasing October the 12th and October the 13th. But before Drew and I get into what's coming out in your local comic shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, Drew, I saw some things that we've got comic book conventions, maybe some fun things right with the world. Anything else you got to tell me in the world, comics? Oh, yeah, man. They've got, uh, I believe it's New York Comic Con that's happening. and Yeah, we're getting things you know, going. God bless those people that ventured out. Usually a disgusting mass of people anyway. <laughs> you put COVID on top of that. Um, hats off to you guys that are venturing out to do that. Um, I'm fully vaccinated, but I'm not going anywhere near a con right now. Um, and But we are hearing some news. Um I didn't hear a lot so far, but um, I did hear something that piqued my interest. Is their uh, image announced a Busick universe uh, where Astro City is going to be coming back, mm. uh, along with some of the other Busick, Kurt uh, Busick stuff. So I'm super excited about that. Um, there's probably tons of other things that are that are coming out, but I, I haven't been paying that close of attention what i have noticed is my goodness uh the penguin random house uh takeover of distribution for marvel uh first week not not well did not did not go well Um, boxes uh come uh as they do with uh, some dings and dents in them through shipping, and those have translated directly into the comics um, because they're they're just not reinforced enough to withstand that, I guess. Oops. These ain't newspapers, folks. These are collectibles. Let's get it. Yeah. So we're what we're hearing is anywhere from packages coming okay to half of their comics damaged. Um, to 100% of their shipments damaged. Um, Eric was talking about the type of boxes. He he thinks the boxes have potential to be okay because they're a single stack box um, where um, diamond boxes were double stacked, so they were, mm-hmm. they were wider. And if you recall, you'd get stuff in there that would slide around um, sometimes. If you got diamond boxes, um, and these single stack are the shape of comics, so in theory, if there's enough packing around the comics securely, then they should be okay. But I think what they're I think they're putting them in, they're filling them up, and so it's a tight box. But if the box is getting boomed and knocked around, then it's tearing up the corners and stuff mm-hmm. and 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 I, i'm hearing like it's not just like a you're dropping from a nine eight to a nine six these are these are going from down to like very fines <laughs> fines to goods and you know for people that like to just read comics they're probably okay and can live with that stuff mm-hmm. but for those crazies Oh, those the, obsessives like ourselves, this yeah. shall not work. Yeah, you got you know, you gotta have you know, you can you can ignore a little bit, but you gotta have it close to being good. Yeah. You know. Um 
So I'm hoping this is a one-time... Oh, we didn't realize. And they're going to work the bugs out this month and then next month um, have it all figured out or maybe the month after that. But it's going to be rough patch for, for those folks that, you know, if they're damaged to the point where the subscribers don't want them, and there seems to be a lot of those that are, mm -hmm. you don't overprint that much for damages. So damages... Uh, use what fifteen percent maybe fifteen percent overrun or something at like that. At the most, at the most, I would think ten. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if we're talking fifty percent, seventy five percent, that that needs to be sent back, and you do need to destroy those to to get credit for them. Well, at least UPC wise, you got to get get the send the UPCs back. Um, Rip, they're ripping those front covers off. <laughs> I don't know if um, I don't I don't know if you're gonna get you're just gonna have a hole in your collection your marble collection mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. um, and and that's not good, so yeah I'm I'm gonna I'm curious I mean well all we're here in the the squeakiest wheels of course so the the shop people with YouTube channels and their own podcasts that are you know screaming at the top of their lungs about how bad this is you know most of the, the there's probably a significant portion that are having no problems, but they don't, they don't whine and cry, so we go. don't hear them. But so you know, right into the show, listeners, if you've experienced not getting some of your books, or if your shop's going through yeah. some difficulties, if you've got holes in your collection and you are waiting with bated breath to see if you can get a premier piece, or if you got to settle for a dinged up booger, um, let us know. Uh, you know, because you can just have a conversation with us and it's not like you're complaining on the internet you are just chit-chatting with your friends about what your collection looks like and what your stuff's going on so find us on twitters instagrams facebooks all that yeah. fun stuff some of the guys on on slack channel john abel was talking about his L lcs got theirs and theirs were in good shape but they know other shop owners that are having all kinds of problems and and the box within a box uh padding might might help alleviate that and we'll see if penguin can can adopt that um in other cuts into that bottom line now yeah um darren williams was talking about uh a single woman's comic youtube channel and he talked about all the shops that were having crazy damages um we're interested to hear about eric's problems um i have talked touched base with eric um briefly about that and yes there are they did have some issues um with their marvel shipment um so uh, they're, they're figuring it out too so uh, hopefully that doesn't translate to our stuff hopefully dip, deep discount gets first dibs uh <laughs> on on the, the good marvel comics and we'll see because I, I got to have my mar my moon nights now. That's right. <laughs> um, so yeah, stay tuned for that. I'm hoping it's a temporary thing and they figure it out and uh, not too many bumps and bruises. Uh, Diamond's probably sitting back and laughing. They've had 39 years to figure this out out of ship <laughs> comics. You don't have poor time to kick around no more. Yeah, and so they're they're probably laughing uh, about these these little growing pains that Random House is having. You know because. Because they already figured it out, and and who knows how long it took Lunar to figure it out. There were some mm -hmm. problems there in the beginning, right? With yes. DC, so 
I'm curious about how that goes. Um, we had uh, Venom 2 open very strongly this week. What, 90 million that weekend? Did really well. Um, so um, I did get a chance to see it. It's really good. I enjoyed it a lot. You said you're not going anywhere near a con. Are you ready to go back to movie theaters? Should we right. buy our we, we buy in our Spider Man tickets this year? Yeah, for sure. Right, just checking. For I'm sure. just making sure. I, I think make, uh, you can make you can you can social distance in a movie theater. I'm sitting right next to you. We're sharing popcorn. Well, you you and I are fine. There you go. Yeah. Um yes. Yeah, movies movies are okay. I can handle that. Um, we'll just we'll just buy out our own row. Yeah. And then you, you, you said that you're souring a little bit on Why the Last Man. Yeah, I'm I'm current on Why the Last Man from Hulu, and I uh, I man, they just changing some of my favorite things, and re- like I'm just more and more disappointed in like the things that they've added and the direction they're going, and they're like, oh cool, I get more Democrats versus Republicans in the shows that I like now. That's what I wanted more of, and oh look, they took my uh, favorite tribe from why the last man and aspect and they turned it into a throwaway line oh that's 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 great yeah um so i've been going from wait till midnight till hulu releases the new one and salivating to i'll catch him eventually and finish up uh, yeah Let's uh, it, it went from a 10 out of 10 couldn't wait to um they killed my baby i um i mean there's so much stuff to watch so yeah. you'll you'll you'll, you'll not I've gone back to anime for a time being. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I, I agree because I, like, there was all this, all this new stuff out, and I was like, I don't know what to watch next. I don't know what to watch next. I ended up watching um, like a bunch of Judd Apatow movies that I'd already seen like fifteen times. Like, why am I watching Forty Year Old Virgin again? Yeah, even me, I clicked on Squid Game, and I'm like, nope, don't, nope, don't like this kind of thing. I'm too, yeah, I don't like, yeah. can't do I'll, it. I'll watch Step Brothers again. What's yeah, exactly what wrong right. with me? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we we have uh, Marvel previews to go over. We did uh, Image and DC last couple of weeks, so we're in October's Marvel previews, and yeah. let's take a look at what kind of stuff we got there. Drew and I just like to go through the previews, say what kind of things we're ordering, hopefully give you a little heads up on what we think the hot books are, the fun books, are, what we need to have. Uh, we're starting with our Marvel, and the first thing we're looking at is Devil's Reign number one. Or your boy Chip Zdarsky with Marco Cicchetto writing this. Looks really good. Uh-huh. Um, we get what three or four pages, mm-hmm. and we get looks like we're getting two a month. It is a six issue series, so three months, two each. It's, it's a Marvel event. Um, we will see so, how much crossover we're getting. If yeah, we as, we, as we slide down through here, we'll see. Crossbones, Taskmaster, Typhoid Mary, Shocker. Whiplash, Rhino, Craven, and Kingpin. And then Timeless, Drew. Timeless, number one, Jed McKay. Um, a special year-end adventure that gives... Uh, that gives portents as to what is to come in the Marvel Universe over the next 12 months. Kang the Conqueror is a warrior, a destroyer, a subjugator, but even he is subject to the whims and... Man, why why you gotta throw these big words in here for no real reason? <laughs> blah, 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 Marvel Pantheon, blah, blah, blah. Subjugator, if that's, what, if that's what you were struggling with. No, I'd moved on to a different word. Vicissitudes? Yes. 
<laughs> Why put vicissitudes? There's like 17 S's in the middle of it. Right, because comics aren't and, for kids, man. And They're no, for grown-ups. But, but I don't know. I know a lot of people. I don't know. Anybody knows what vicissitudes means. <laughs> What's it mean, Drew? Uh, let me see. Uh, yep. Whims and vicissitudes. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Don't be stupid. You're out kicking your coverage, Marvel. <laughs> Ugh, dummies. But yeah, Kang's hot. We'll do Kang things. And we're going to go Avengers Forever. Um, an, an, another Avengers book. We got a double Aaron. We got Jason Aaron, Aaron Kedire, or Cooter on that one. So, yeah. Aaron's in a row there. Demon Days Rising Storm, number one. Peach Momoko doing internals. That's mm-hmm. what's up. Did she not do it with the last Demon Days thing that she did? That's right. She did it for both of hers. Yeah. Yeah. I liked those. I like her doing the internal arts and things. She um she seems to be able to crank this stuff out. So either she's been working on this stuff a while, or she's really prolific. There you go. Uh, now Spider Man number eighty. What is beyond the Beyond storyline? Cody Ziegler's on writing. Um, I think we have. Who's writing right now? It's a crossover because it's dot B-E-Y, so these are all beyond yeah. cross to, crossover stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, Saladin Ahmed on eighty on Amazing Spider-Man 81. And, and yeah, so and he's also on 82, so yeah. So confusing. There's no... Well, we're go- and then on 83, we're going to let Patrick Gleason write the story. <laughs> uh, is that going to be all... Um, a silent issue, or do you think? Or do you think he, he's just taking his sh- a shot at it? Take a swing. Well, whatever. So we got four Spider-Man Beyond Cup. Lots of them. Yeah. 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 Um, too much? Maybe. Yes. Yes. Um, I do like both of the covers for Spider-Man '82, both uh, Jorge Ace and the cover A. Do you like Udon's cover for Inferno number four? Yes, that's pretty darn good. <laughs> that's Hidden pretty good. Very by Udon, but man, I I love a good Mystique cover. So yeah, yeah, really pops. Heck, I like the other one too. Dang. Yeah, yeah, they're really nice. Hulk number two. Donny Cates making Kingpin Hulk. Huh. Pretty great. Yeah. Electra Black, White, and Blood, number one of a four-issue series. Charles Soule, Declan Shalvey, and Leonardo Romero writing these. Now, have I just not been reading anything Charles Soule's been writing, or has he been gone for a while? Uh, I think he's 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 been gone for a while. I cannot think of anything either. And uh, alert, 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 we have an Adam Hughes variant cover on Electra Black, White, and Blood number one. And it's a variant. So it could be um, incentive of some sort? Um, they, Do we know? We don't know we yet. Don't, we don't know yet, yeah. Your boy Sienkiewicz has got a pretty dope one, too. King uh, so Conan, number one, Jason Aaron writing Conan. Uh, the, Conan's last stand at the edge of the world. 
And we're going to reprint Conan number one, the facsimile edition from wherever that was. 1970? Yeah. 1970s Conan the Barbarian number one. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of cool. It's good art. Giving us some internals, some cool stuff. That's the King Conan, right? Yeah. And it was Conan the King originally, right? You're so this is barking up the wrong tree if you're looking for Conan factoids. Yeah, I don't know. Black Panther number two. John Ridley writing this, and a really nice uh, Ken Lashley Miles Morales tenth anniversary cover on that as well. You were glowing over the thing last month, and that's continuing. Looking good. Yeah. The old Walt Mosley doing that. Mrs. Marvel, Miss Marvel Beyond the Limit, number one. Miss Marvel returns in a new story from best-selling author Samira Ahmed. That's good looking. Okay, Hawkeye number two, Kate or Hawkeye Kate Bishop number two. They've still they're continuing with the Hawkeye logo logo and theme with the the text head that in my mind is David Aha. Right. Yeah. He but he does have... not get any credit whatsoever. No. But that is that is his style. Must have been a work for hire. Yeah, spitting out of Old Man Logan's universe. Which I really enjoyed that last run. Yeah. Wastelanders Wolverine. That'll be fun. Yeah. So we, we get, you know, all these uh, old mans that we did. We did Old Man Hawkeye, Old Man Logan. Here we're getting the old gang back together. We got Hawkeye. We got Doom. We got Black Widow. We got Star-Lord. So if you've ever wanted the old curmudgeonly versions of these people, uh, an old rocket raccoon with a cane, <laughs> getting them in these wastelanders. Yeah, same guy too, uh, Ethan Sachs, involved in a lot of these. As I said, we got several different uh, writers, but yeah. Oh yeah, yep, there's Torin Gronback doing the Doom. Steven tonight doing the Black Widow. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I don't know if I'm in, that interested in going down all those rabbit holes. It's a lot. Yeah. The Dark Hold, Spider-Man number one. The Spider trapped in a web of his own making. After reading from the ancient Dark Hold, Spider-Man was meant to gain the powers to enter the dread. Python's dimension and stop him from spreading his mythic darkness across the globe. Instead, the book drove him in insane. Steve Orlando is writing The Darkhold Omega. Death of Doctor Strange Blade, number one. Okay, that's interesting. A long time ago, Doctor Strange destroyed every vampire in the world with one spell, including Dracula. Now, with Strange Dead, Dracula's Vampire Nation celebrates. 
This doesn't sit too well with Strange's old friend and new Vampire Nation Sheriff Blade, the Vampire Hunter. Hmm. X-Men Trial of Magneto finishes up with its fifth issue. I, for one, didn't didn't dip in or even hear anybody that read it. No. X-Men, I'm not sure how that's how well that's been received. I'm, I won't know if people like it or not. I'm sure they do. Mm-hmm. That's a amazing Wolverine cover for 19. Yeah. Wow, Ben Percy. No, Adam Kubert. Oh, Miles Morales gets into the Beyond action. Yep. I probably should have read what Beyond was all about. It's going to be crossing over on this much stuff. (laughs) There we go. Finally, we get down to Spider-Woman, and that's part of the Devil's Reign Marvel event. Mm -hmm. And since I'm reading that anyway, I will uh, be able to uh, check in with that. It's just crazy that they talked about Devil's Reign and then we went 53 um, pages before we tied yeah. it in. Yeah, I was like, well, that's an event. It's an event of, of two issues? It's an event with three different events in between that event and its next iteration of that yeah. event. Yeah, yeah. And then we've got Moon Knight number six with a variant cover by Logan Lubera and a Devil's Reign villain variant cover by Raza. Ooh. Is that really the only Devil's Reign tie-in? Is the Spider Woman? Looks like the um, standard stuff and that Spider Woman, or maybe we'll. That's it. <laughs> How is that an event? It's just a mini series. Yeah. With one crossover. Maybe I mean maybe they're maybe after the next month. Maybe they're starting it slow, mm-hmm. building. That's right. <laughs> Give them the benefit of the, dra- the of the doubt there. One of those you never know when we'll yeah. cross over. Yeah, I'm just kind of going through stuff that's just continuing. Nothing. Yeah, and you know, unfortunately, a lot of the stuff I've dropped off of. I'm reading Black Widow. It's good. Strange Academy. I did the first ten, and I just haven't done these last four. Or no, I no, I like eight. I think actually. Never mind. I know I've let missed the past couple months. I've seen that Eternals trailer a couple of times now, and it's really tough to get excited about that MCU movie. I yeah. hope it's good. I really do. Um, then we get through Warhammer, then we get into Star Wars Crimson Rain. Mm-hmm. And that is um story that began in War of the Bounty Hunters second installment of a trilogy that will reshape the history of the Star Wars galaxy during the Age of the Rebellion. Featuring beloved characters, shocking twists, epic feats of the Force, and a story that will reach from Star Wars Darkest Underworld all the way to the Imperial Palace on Coruscant, Crimson Rain. Uh, I don't know who that is on the cover. That's Crimson Rain. That's, like, her name is Crimson I Rain? I don't know. I just completely made that up. 
<laughs> then we have Star Wars The High Republic Trail of Shadows. That's been going on. Shows what I know. Is that Greedo in the front row of that performance? Wow, it's it's or it's another uh whatever alien race that Greedo is. No, I mean Age what this is in well no, High Republic wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. so that'd have been three hundred yeah. years before. We don't know how long they live, do we? <laughs> Correct. We're hunting for Lorna D in the regular High Republic book. There's yeah, there's Charles. So he's been writing Star Wars all along. <coughs> I haven't been paying attention. Uh, Darth Vader number nineteen. Star Wars Bounty Hunters, number 19 as well. What's Doc Afro up to? 17? Mm -hmm. Man, a lot of Star Wars. I like that High Republic 12 cover. Are you current on any of your Star Wars books? Not even close, man. I'm so, I got so far behind during this Bounty Hunters thing that I just kind of take it a pause, let which stuff one come would, out. Which one would you say is your favorite? The The... Actual Star Wars? The Darth, no, the Darth Vader's been really good. And then I, I've been enjoying the High Republic stuff. But as far as the actual regular Star Wars, yeah. Um, the Bounty Hunter stuff's been a little more convoluted and difficult and veering off in directions that I don't as much care about. Down into some collections here. Star Wars Jason Aaron they're collecting as a new printing of the card cover. That was a good run. I enjoyed that yeah. initial run. What phase of the MCU are we in? If this is phase four. three, we're in phase four. Mm -hmm. Which Which movie was the first in the Phase four, or is that what Sp Spider Man is going to be? We, e I mean, we ended phase three with uh, uh, Avenger the Avengers stuff, so I assume phase four began with. I mean, ideally, it was Black Widow and Shang Chi and Shang Chi, Shang Chi. Yeah, yeah. It's not Black Widow. Black Widow was a holdover from three, right? No, three ended. But it was it was a prequel. It was it was. Pre, it is pre in the timeline of pre one. I mean, so it's definitely not a four. Oh, and we're collecting the first six Moon Knights as the Midnight Mission trade paperback. I thought we were doing looked like we were doing. Variant covers, but that's just different art <laughs> from the interiors. 
I don't know. Don't. I don't think it's that been that great. It's good. <laughs> but God, they're, ta- they're talking like it's the best Moon Knight ever. I don't know about that. Black Widow is Marvel Cinematic MCU Phase Four. Shang Chi. No, no. Shang Chi can be. Shang Chi can be. And just because the press release says it doesn't mean it's true. Go into Wikipedia. Marvel I don't phase care. Four, it doesn't make films. sense. Why would that be phase Phase Four? That's not Phase Four. It's not the order in which it is on the quote-unquote timeline. Yes, it is. (laughs) It's the order in which they're telling the stories. And you are wrong, my friend. Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, No Way Home, Doctor Strange, Thor, Love and Thunder, Wakanda Forever, Marvels, Ant-Man, Guardians 3, Fantastic Four. I'll give you all those. I'll give you all those, but Black Widow. (laughs) Right here it is. It doesn't matter. It's wrong. <laughs> hey, do you remember the new Fifty Two when they said that Robin was not when Red Robin was actually was, was not actually, actually Robin? Remember that? Were they yes, right I about do. that? Yes. Were they right? Was that correct? Correct. No, no, it was not correct. It was a lie. It was a stupid, <laughs> stupid lie, and they recanted it. So you're saying that they are going to retroactively? Take saying, Black Widow, released in 2021, and throw it in Phase 1. Because it was delayed for three years, yeah. It was supposed to be part of the old stuff. And it fits in the old stuff. If they come out with a... No, no it doesn't. They're spinning the sister off in current Phase 4. That's cool. And when they do that, the next thing she's in... <laughs> so when they do de- that, we'll take it from one back to four. <laughs> when when they do when she when she appears next, she will be in phase four. But the movie that she was in, Black Widow, was not phase four. Does it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> she's dead. So she can't be in the new phase. So no dead people in any new phases. No. I, I mean why? It doesn't it's, it's new stuff, right? You're supposed to have new stuff. Not necessarily. No? Just no. tell old... Till so, I guess. Jumper. All right. Now you're winning me over. <laughs> okay. So I guess... It, yeah, I guess a comic can jump around. Tell an old story. Yeah, all right. I was really dug in there, too. <laughs> like how I just kind of stayed calm. And I was just like... <laughs> yeah. I, I understand. I understand why you never win any fights with your wife. You don't yell enough. That's right. It's very true. I, I can't be louder, so I need to simply be more reasonable. <laughs> oh, there's a nice Moon Knight, the Bendis Malib collection. Ooh, that's nice too. Anyway, nothing but collected stuff. It looks like and some cool boxes. If you want to get some comic boxes, there's a, del- a Daredevil box and a Demon Days box. They're probably 15, 20 bucks a piece. Oh, let's see, five for $60. What is that? $12 a piece. It's a lot for a short box. Yeah. But, um, really nothing in my, just, just that, that big swing and a miss on a few things, yeah. it seems there. But if you get to page 118, you get to see, uh, Penguin Random House ad. Hey, there we go. And uh, that you can, uh, I got an email there. 
<laughs> for your complaints. <laughs> well, it'd be, it'd be nice if they put out uh, their own catalog, uh, their own FOC. Um, be kind of cool. I'd like to see that. You know, help help us out as um, end users. Mm -hmm. They have plenty of direct market information right there. I'm gonna have to click on some of that stuff and learn. My God, I have to edit that out, Kyle. <laughs> Jesus, are you okay? What did you okay. eat? What have you eaten? All right, let's go over to uh, the top 20 cover price stuff. Cover price is next. We will start with our top 10 cover prices. We are looking at things on the secondary market and where prices currently are. We will start at rank 10, where we're talking about Gamora, number one from 2016. This book follows the current trend of first solo series. We talked about this a bit last week, Drew, how uh, a lot of people are just grabbing the first solo series of a lot of these characters, and that's the one that everybody's looking um, 21 copies on the secondary market. A CGC 9.8 going for $80. Ooh, we got Moon Knight still on the list. Moon Knight number three, the Rod Rice one in 25. A raw copy, uh, double ratio, Drew, $53. At rank eight, The Boys number 24. From 2008, we're going to, have to dig into this one. It was announced almost a year ago that, per Variety, the boys' spinoff in development at Amazon following the massive season two launch. Back then, it was mentioned that this series would focus on the G Wiz, a team of teenagers who graduate into the G Men, whose first appearance, with multiple first appearances, are in this issue. Though there is a cameo appearance, I know how you love those, Drew, Ugh. via headshots in 23. Per deadline last week, the series was greenlit by Amazon with showrunner Michael uh, Fazekas and Tara Butters. The series would focus on portraying young superheroes on the show set at America's only college exclusively for young adult superheroes. Run by Vault International. While it's unknown who the recently announced cast will be playing, this issue is packed with first appearances. Moving 11 copies on the secondary market and $50 for a raw for the boys number 24. Okay. We already talked about Gamora number one. We have Nebula number one from 2020. As noted, the market suddenly starts picking up Nebulas for solo series after hearing several various YouTube channel sites and social posts mention this mostly ignored first series. This gave this regular cover a boost in price and sales, with 25 copies moving on the secondary market and a high sale of $40 for a raw. At rank 6, Venom Lethal Protectors. Number 1, without going into spoilers, Venom seems to have some longevity to his cinematic future. 43 copies, ACGC 9.8, going for $2.91. Talked about the Adam Hughes out. Uh, Rank 5, we have Gun Honey. This is the trade dress. There's a lot of pre-launch excitement around this title. This was specifically to the Adam Hughes cover that really captured the market's attention. While the Virgin and Virgin Foil are the most desired, this trade dress cover still sold 36 copies and a high sale of $30 for Raw, though prices have settled back to around 12 at the moment. So it looks like it might have been over-ordered because we're already settling a little bit. At rank four, we have Babylon 5, number one by DC. 
1994. Deadline is reporting that Babylon 5 series Reboot from Straczynski is in the works at The CW. While this property didn't have its origins in comics, this current market is definitely seeking out first comic iterations. The first issue from 1994 does seem to be trending with 30 copies moving, and a CGC 9.6 at $152.99, so that bodes well. Uh, uh, I really need a Babylon 5 I reboot? do not believe we do. <laughs> Jesus. At rank 3, we have Moon Knight number 3, the standard copy. It flew off digital shelves with 103 copies sold. Still over 20 bucks for a raw. That's At, great. Yeah, no kidding. At rank 2, Department H number 1 from Dark Horse in 2016. Deadline is also reporting that Alice Waddington to direct adaptation of Dark Horse Entertainment's graphic novel Department H for Netflix. We, we both like this back then. Yeah, the I was going to say. we. Re- oh, that's right. It was the one that was Depth. Yeah, it was Department Depth. Department H. Yeah. Ah, that's awesome. I really enjoyed that. This is obviously the first I'm hearing of this news. Uh, CGC 9.8 going for $82.95. And raw copies uh, for 28 I've got several of these because I really liked it. Uh, from Marvel, 1991. Fantastic Four, 358. Unconfirmed rumors that actor Ben Kingsley... No. Or Kinsley, I'm oh, sorry. Wow, <laughs> Kinsley Ben Adair possibly playing two different. <laughs> yeah, I saw Ben and I saw Kingsley, and I thought, oh, they just changed his name around. But no, it's a completely different person. Uh, is possibly playing Paybok the Power Scroll, not Super Scroll, in the upcoming Disney Plus Secret Invasion, which is coming out 2022. This has landed his first appearance in the number one spot this week. Wow. We wait for confirmation. It sold 118 copies and a CGC 9.8 above $300. That's like a crazy amount to sell for that. Yeah. Um, I guess they want to get them before the show comes out and people start going mad for this stuff. I guess. I don't know. Uh, let's see, at rank 11, we have Avengers 257 from 1985. Um, James Gunn mentioned Nebula has a huge role in the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie, so her first appearance in this issue and her first solo series saw significant market heat. So this one sold 28 additional copies, with a 9.8 going for $474.99. Uh, rank 12, we have Kang the Car- Conqueror, number 2. This is the first appearance of Ravona. Renslayer as Moon Knight. If you recall, she was played by actress Gugu Mbatha-Ra in the Disney Plus Loki series as a judge of the Time Variance Authority. Hmm. I don't remember that. Uh, This issue takes place in the past and makes a connection between Kang and Moon Knight. It's unknown how this issue will progress. However, it has definitely piqued the market's interest with 32 copies sold and had a high sale of $20.50 for a raw, which I'm going to have to find this stupid comic, reread it, read it, because I didn't read it, <laughs> and find out what the heck this is all about. Uh, rank 13, we have Iron Man number 12, the Raza Miles Morales, Spider-Man, we like this one a lot. Mm-hmm. 41 copies moved, and had a high sale of 25 This is the one with the DJ turntables, right? Yep, you got it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, rank 14, we uh, Amazing Spider-Man 361. This is Carnage. Uh, and Carnage is about as hot as he's going to get. 
Yeah. And sold 39 more copies. I don't think as hot as he's going to get. I think he's got a bigger ceiling now. Well, we'll see if he ever comes back around again. Mm-hmm. And I had a high sale of $1,200 for a CGC 98. At rank 15, we have Moon Knight number one from 1980. Old school. Um, $300 so, for Raw. You think I can get 300 bucks for mine? That seems high. Yeah, is, nice. that's, is that a misprint? Should that be 300 for a CGC number one? 9, uh, 9.8? I, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I can't imagine that's right. Um, I was thinking it was closer to 100 for a Raw, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what it looks like. But maybe. Maybe. Um, I'm going to crank mine out, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, ranks... C- well, a CGC 9.8 newsstand sold for $1,800. Something wrong. Yeah, I'm wrong. A 9.6 is being asked for over 300 on that. Raw copies I'm seeing in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. But one sold for 300 Yeah. So one, a 9.8 went for $1,800 and Raw yeah. went for 80 Yeah. Wow. Seems like a disconnect. Uh, rank 16, something that's killing the children. Number 20, the Velario Shiti, Virgin 1 and 25 from Boom. Um, not as hot as it was, but still sold 35 copies. Had a high sale of 55 bucks for a near mint plus raw copy. And this guy got 300 bucks for Moon Knight 1 through 38 complete run. Actually, no, he's missing four bucks plus shipping. Dang. How much did he get? He got 300 bucks for that, uh, the whole, uh, the run for, for 34 of the 38, um, books. He got 300 plus ship. I think I sold my run for about that, and that was Did you? Nice. like ten years ago. That was pretty good then. Yeah, maybe it was like in the two hundreds. Uh, let's see, uh, War of the Realms, New Agents of Atlas number one from twenty nineteen comes in at rank sixteen. Those are the first appearances of Arrow, Wave, Crescent, and Io, and Luna Snow, who are brought together by Jimmy Woo with Amadeus Cho, Shang Chi, Silk, and White Fox to protect the Pacific Rim from Sindar and other incoming threats. Uh, this is all about the Southeast Asian Marvel superhero for on Disney Plus. That's coming, TBD. Um, so many first appearances. People are grabbing this because it's got to be one of them. Um, 22 copies sold and had a high sale of 175 for a CGC 9.8. At rank 18, we have Spider-Man Unlimited number one uh, from 1993. Uh, first appearance of Shriek, trending once again thanks to Venom Let There Be Carnage. Um, Amazing Spider-Man 74 comes in at rank 19. This is the Alex Maleev variant. It's pretty cool. 20. Yeah, 20 copies of this one. So this is the uh, Nick Spencer's final Spidey issue. It sold uh, $17 for Raw. And the Gun Honey, number one, Sienkiewicz, Pink Wash Virgin, 1 in 25. Yeah, so it's not just Adam Hughes, people. Yeah. Um, I think you mentioned this, Bill Sienkiewicz, and I was like, Mm -hmm. "Eh, it is pretty nice. It sold $50 for Raw, but it's currently... Selling around twenty, so its high was fifty. Yeah. Uh, so one in twenty-five that's selling for twenty bucks. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> not to me. No. You know. Um, let's see if 
I believe the uh, FOC email just came in hot off the presses. Um, so, but there's no, there is no. Um, we want to use the email. Uh, uh, let's see. There's a note here from Eric. Paper shortages. At m please note, due to paper shortages at most printing facilities, Marvel Comics is working to provide increased lead time. Uh, for the next FOCs, you will see an increased title counts. Um, for sales date, maybe further out than normal lead time. I think we heard that last week, right? Mm -hmm. Um, well, we can use we yeah. We we'll we don't need to use the email because there really isn't anything in the email, so we can um just use the alternate list that we found if you want, or sure. we can use uh, their checklist. It's up to you. What are we off to next? You want to do FOC? Yeah, let's do FOC. All right. Of course, FOC is our final order cutoff. Um, it's our last chance to add a few things to our lists, uh, our pull lists that we don't have to chase on the secondary market. Uh, usually these are a few things that are coming out within the next month or two. Uh, but we get one more bite at the apple, and boy, we don't want to miss that. We want to make sure we're not chasing things for extra money on the secondary market. Uh, we normally get a really nice list curated by our good friends at Deep Discount Comics. Um, this week we are going without that list for a bit, and uh, boy, it's just it's not quite as easy, but we shall go through. So uh, let's see what Ablaze has to offer on FOC. Yes, uh, they have three things. Nope, um, one thing with three covers. <laughs> <laughs> you're, yes, that's true. Um, uh, the Gillam March book, Laura from Long Time Ago. Um, and I just finished that. What was that Gillam March that I love so much? That mm. Talked about the dead, the dead girl in it. Oh man, it's blank. I'm blanking on it. But anyway, uh, it was great. So I am excited for this Laura book uh, that I think is a reprint. I'm pretty sure is a reprint from stuff work that he's already done. Um, but I definitely am excited. It's Carmen. Carmen was the book there you go. Uh, that, I, that I love so much. So I'm. For sure, going to get this this Gillum March book uh, because I missed it the first time around. There you go. And it might be because it was overseas, like a European comic. That might okay. be that's that might be the deal. Maybe we it's would never definitely miss those. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Not too much for me from Action Lab. A few things that are already started. Um, the Heathens number one we've got from our good friends at AfterShock. Who's doing that? Cullen Bunn. Oh, man, he's prolific too, isn't yeah. he? So we got a pirate queen we sent in to retrieve. So a little uh, man among ye. Yeah, very nice. Vibe there. Or uh, Annie Bonnie. Annie Bonnie from yeah. our... Yeah. With a little bit more of a dead tail, and it looks a little bit more... Uh, oh, that, uh, speaking of Annie Bonnie... Far East. We have a we have a retraction. Yes, <laughs> from, from last from last week. Let me see if I can find it. We we're talking our good about friends at Blue Juice Comics. We were talking about uh, the uh, the rabbit book um, that I really liked. Billy the from, Kit. Billy the Kit, correct. Yes, and we talked about how we hope it comes out on time, and we don't have three months in between books, and we've been assured. Um, that uh, these books have, have been w written, are ready to rock, and they're ready to tell the story with no hiccups or issues. 
and I'm trying to find what I sent it. I sent it to you, didn't I? Sure thing. This is from Blue Juice Comics directly to us. We promise it won't be four months for issue number two to come out. The release date of November the 10th, 2020. And in fact, issue three is in the new previews world right now. All five issues are finished and released monthly starting October 6th. Thanks for the shout out, guys. And then it looks like Justin Gray also gave us a heads up about the the writer, right? Is Mm -hmm. he the writer or the artist? Writer? Yeah. Yeah. So... He let us know that they're all in the can and ready to go. Won't miss a day. So, so good for them. I was going to get it either way, but now I can be rest assured that I can read it um, in succession. Yes. Uh, Archie's doing um, Chilling Adventures in Sorcery, number one. Looks kind of interesting. Yeah. We got a little bit... Uh, more of a crazy take. Madam Satan is our tour guide into the horrific world, exploring the underbelly of Riverdale and its surrounding areas. So, how about you, Satan? Mm-hmm. Um, and Greg Hurwitz, Mark Kishera, and Brian Reber give us Knighted from Artists, Writers, and Artisans with a um, Dark Knight Returns cover homage. Yeah, very cool uh, so we'll see. That um, that could do something. You never know. That's been Absolutely. that homage has been homage to death, but mm-hmm. you know, still you see some of the Spidey homages that still do well. There you go. From Behemoth Comics, and uh, we are getting a Watchdogs Legion number one in a four issue series uh, for that one. Of course, Watchdogs is the video game series that deals with uh, hacking current technology and uh, winning a lot of hearts and minds that way. I'm skipping Black Mask, going to Boom. Because Black Mask is only fourth prince of number one, third prince of number two, and second prince of number three for God Keller. And they'll probably be allocated, so screw them. (laughs) Uh, We've got something called Getting Dizzy, number one, a Mm four-issue miniseries. I don't know if this is part of their Boom Box line. I can't tell. It is Boom Box. Is it part of the Boom Box line? Yep, yep. Um, which I enjoy a lot of these. Uh, they, they they do a pretty good job with them. So brings me joy. Uh, Magic. That's Jed McKay still doing that, I believe. Mm-hmm. And some Mighty Morphin stuff. There you go. From Dark Horse. Some more Hellboy. Bones of Giants, number one. Some more Stranger Things with a winter special one-shot. And Critical Role Vox Machina Origins number four of their six-issue series. And we still don't even have a camera art on that one. Uh, DC gives us uh, Arkham City, The Order of the World number two. Batman 116. Really good Molina cover B. Oh yeah, that's nice. Batman Superman Authority special number one, mm-hmm. which I think was alluded to in that Kal-El book. There was something that was that it was talking about that was going to be expanded upon in this, so I'm curious to see what that is. Gotcha. 
Dark Knights of Steel number one, the twelve issue series where we uh, mix in our Batman with our King Arthur's Court. And who'd you say was doing that? I didn't. It is Tom Taylor, your boy. Yep. With Our boy. Patreon. Ah, I was. I was. I've been there for a while. Early, you're an early adopter. Yep. I haven't got a chance to read uh, Soul Plumber yet. I'm sitting on the nightstand. I'm looking forward to reading that one. The DC horror book. <laughs> Wicked looking number two on there. Yeah. I really like that Joker puzzle box number four. That Chip Zdarsky cover with the blood going through the maze. Uh, yeah, striking cover. I, I am curious about this puzzle box thing. Was it not Matthew Rosenberg before? Did he not finish it up? I thought it was over. I guess not. Matthew Rosenberg's still writing it. I can't. Bl- For some reason, I thought it was done. Guess not. Justice League Incarnate, uh, one of a five-issue miniseries. Uh, who's doing this? This is uh, Josh Williamson, Dennis Culver, Andrea Bresson, Brandon Peterson, Gary Frank on cover. Okay. Justice League Incarnate. New team, different team. We have Justice League Infinity, different team. <laughs> we got Justice League. We got Justice League Dark. That's plenty. Uh, Nubia and the Amazons, number two. Six issue miniseries. Robin and Batman, number one. Is this Black Label? That is your Jeff Lemire, and it is not Black Label. It is. Yeah. No, okay, just a standard three issue miniseries, I guess. It is $6, but it is not Black Label. As far as I can tell. Okay. I don't. There's no rhyme or reason. No rhyme or reason for things. Yeah, because like this is a three issue series, which is normally the sweet spot for Black Label. Yep, uh, six bucks, six dollars, which is normally the the sweet spot for Black Label. Until it but, isn't. Yeah. So the, who knows? Um, Superman seventy eight. That's been fun. For those first two issues, this is issue three. Finishing up night, almost finishing up Swamp Thing, uh, with nine of ten, and Teen Titans Academy issue eight. That cover B is pretty, pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting take on some of those characters. Mm-hmm. Let's head off to Dynamite and see what they have there. We are just hanging out in some Je- Jennifer's blood. Your cosplays there with cover E, Drew. Sonya's nice. got a cosplay for you. Rose Besh, uh, with a stunning Sheena Queen of the Jungle cover B. Um, uh, I've really started liking everything that she's been doing. Yeah, you you were talking about this, Rose Besh. Which yeah. one is this? What am I looking for? You're looking for Sheena Queen of the Jungle number one. The cover B is the Rose Besh. Uh, there is also a virgin version of that. Uh. Uh, the cover N, but... Uh, I so like it's like an anime, but also a painted style. Mm, yeah, okay. it's a digital style. She, uh, if you'll remember, did the silk cover with the shoe side and everything that was very hot. 
Yeah. Um, she also has a Vampirella 25. Uh, she has a limited cover on that one. So Rose Bash getting some good work in with our Dynamite friends and uh, knocking it out of the park as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Anything else from Dynamite? Mm-mm. Let's head down to IDW for some of our properties here. And nothing there. Star Trek in it, but nothing I need. Our good friends at Image with a yeah. thing called Truth, number one of a five-issue series. Yeah, Yolanda Zamfardino. <laughs> Thank you for taking that one and not wow. allowing me to butcher it. That was a tough one. Mm-hmm. I'll be curious to see how that goes. The penultimate me you love in the dark. Firepowers at 17. Oh, we got New Burn, the new um, Chip Zdarsky, Jacob Phillips book. Excited about that. Oh, snap. Okay. So, what's the furthest place from here, number one, with the vinyl? We are doing a second print of the vinyl with a silver vinyl. Um, so I was curious what they would do with the limited allotment of those. And we have second printings where we've changed um, the cover and the collar of the vinyl. Hmm. I whisked out on it. Didn't get it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's good looking stuff. And Walking Dead Deluxe 26. That scene, I don't remember that. I don't remember a helicopter crash scene, but maybe it happened. <laughs> possible mm-hmm. Marvel books Black Panther number one and there are a few cool covers Dark Ages that's been good I've watched I've finished those first two mm-hmm. issues really good Really good Tom Taylor. You need to read that if you haven't. Okay. I'll have to jump back in through there. Darkhold Wasp, number one. And then we got Moon Knight 5, which we're going to do three covers for. Um, Are they all independently orderable, I'm hoping? Yeah, in the Native American Heritage variant there as well. Very cool looking cover. Kind of really like that yellow one. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Whoever Sue is. That's pretty good. And it's Shang-Chi, by the way. Not Shang-Chi. Gotta, I got to correct myself. Ah. Not. I'm pronouncing it wrong for many, many, many decades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After Marvel, we're going to head to Omni or Oni. Sorry, <laughs> Omni. Ooh, yeah. Mm, nothing. Have anything? Nothing I care about. Titan's going to reprint fifteen versions of <laughs> Gun Honey. Yeah. No. no Blade just Runner Blade Runner. Oh, Vault. Have anything? Blue Flame has its fifth issue, and World of Darkness has its second issue. And Zenoscope is... Being Zenoscopey. 
Bell Kill Zone number one. Uh, some Grim Fairy Tales. And Robin Hood Hellfire. Kyle, have you been paying attention enough to come up with our FOC faux show pick? Absolutely. Uh, I'm off to my friends at Aftershock. I'm off to my good buddy Cullen Bunn. And I am settling on Heathens number one cover A. Because that's the only cover that's available. And I'm going to go with Newburn, the Zadarsky and Phillips thing. So that's that is exciting to me. So you're going, to, I'm going to go with Newburn, and you're going with what is it? Oh, for crying out loud, the Heathens number the heathens. one. Oh, I was close to doing that Rose Bash cover B from Sheena Queen at the Jungle. Or, yeah, so really two like good, well. two good fun ones there as well. Yeah. All right, Drew, we've uh, looked a little bit to the future. Let's head on over to our good friends at CBSI to look at our comic book invest top ten and see some more stuff that is catching fire on the secondary market. Um, starting at rank ten, just to mix things up and to mess with you, Soul Plumber number one, the Riley Rossmo one in 25 variant. On any other week, this one would likely have been relegated to the almost top 10, as it is selling in the $35 to $40 range. Um, this one couldn't have really been ordered in bulk, though, right? So, maybe a higher ceiling on this one. Cable and Deadpool number 24, the first Spidey Deadpool meetup. Stupid. I want to say Topher mentioned this. If not, let me know who is to credit. These meetups are all the rage. Is this really a $250 raw book, though? It was $40 just a couple months ago. Cable and Deadpool 24 with for our full, first Spidey Deadpool makeup. Crazy. But, uh, like, they never, they never had a team-up ever before in anything? That's, I mean, it's so arbitrary, and I don't get it. Who is driving these sales? People with more money than they know what to do with. But this is the first, and this is what people were snagging. I At guess. rank 8, Deadpool, Black, White, and Blood. Number 3, the Stan Sakai 1 in 25 variant. Currently going for 50 or more dollars. When a legend like Stan Sakai jumps out of his box and does a Deadpool variant, people tend to notice. At rank 7, we have Killmonger number 1, the 1 in 20. One in ten movie photo variant. Fifty bucks. Some rumor is out there that Michael B. Jordan will play Killmonger in Black Panther 2. I've asked this a thousand times. Why exactly would some 25-year-old that lives in a basement and spews random reports have confirmed information that no other legitimate news source has? This is tiring. So I guess they don't believe the hype. Oh, but they believe the other stuff so what's the difference there you go nottingham number one the uh francesco Archidiacano new york city comic-con variant is up over 90 dollars i don't know how rare this one actually is but mad cave was selling these for 50 dollars on the website i guess someone is still buying nottingham at rank 5, we have the Miles Morales Spider-Man 30 Raphael Grassetti New York Comic Con variant limited to $1,000. $80 looks like the buy-in was only $30, so that is a nice price bump for those that got this one. I know some of y'all buy all these Spidey number 1 homages. Who has the most homages? I really hate uh, con exclusives. Unless you have them. Even then, Even I don't. 
Uh, even then. At rank four, we have Batman 89, the number one Warren Lau New York Comic Con variant. $75 to $80. Personally, there is so little difference in this virgin edition from the trade dress. I'd pay $30 less for the trade dress version. In any case, all of these Michelle Pfeiffer-ish variants are doing very well at the moment. Uh, at rank three, Young Blood number two by our boy Rob Liefeld. I think I swore this book off the list forever. But when over a hundred sell in a day and nine point eights are now over three hundred dollars, yes, you heard that right. We cannot ignore it. Well, remember, remind me why Youngblood two? What's no the deal? No idea. Can't remember. Can't remember. No clue. But uh, I mean, they're going for some cash. Guest starring the Prophet storyline. Berserkers. Dark Thorn, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, a lot of cool stuff going on. Where am I at? Heading back that way now. At rank two, we have the Department of Truth, number 13, the New York Comic Con. First appearance profit in Shadowhawk. Yep. Department of Truth, number 13, the New York Comic Con variant. Going for $100. Warning, this is a heavy New York Comic Con list. Uh, homaging a classic album cover is definitely not a new idea, but people definitely still like them. And will pay good money for ones that are harder to find and well done. This one seems to fit that criteria. Is that the Chronic? Hasn't the Chronic been riffed a couple of times? Many times. And at rank one, we have Fantastic Four 90, 90, uh, Fantastic Four. 94. 9.2 going for over $1,000 and 9.4 for over 1500 While nothing is confirmed, Agatha getting her own show is an interesting concept. One of the coolest characters to have come out of the Disney Plus shows for sure. Yeah, that's cool. They, they signed Catherine Hahn to a three or four uh, deal. So she'll be in like, she'll be in some movies. She'll be get, she might get her own Disney Plus show. That'll be fun. Gotta love the hustle. All right, Drew, we've seen the future. We've seen the New York Comic Con stuff. People clamoring for all kinds of stuff on the secondary market. But now we're going to talk about things coming out in your local comic book shops next week, Drew. So let's head on over. Not to yet. Me. Not yet. Nope. I want to do. Let's do the honorable mentions. Oh, I completely forgot those and deleted them. So you go through them. I'll. Oh, yeah, fine. I will. Uh, <laughs> good boy number one. Another New York Comic Con variant. Writer Garrett Gunn and artist Kit Wallace, around a hundred bucks. Um, so why not add one more New York Comic Con variant? Uh, it does not appear that collectors have awaited these types of variants for some time. This is a crazy, violent cover for sure. Yeah, looks like something out of a mob movie. Very, very, very bad. Um, and then our classic is Modern Comics number sixty-five. Uh, various writers with art by Lou Fine on the cover. This is a Promise Collection 9.6, which sold this week for $3,600. The previous Ooh. high in any grade was 450 bucks for a 7.5 earlier this year. This is a haunting cover, in my opinion, with the Grim Reaper just putting his hand on Black Hawk's shoulder. I, I really want I really want a documentary on the Promise Collection. I need I need to I need to see everything that's in it, and and look at all those pretty 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 comics. There you go. All right, Kyle. Now take her away. Now it's time for a sneak peek at next week's comic coming up in your local comic shops next Tuesday and Wednesday. Let's start at our good friends Lunar Distributions for our DC items for Tuesday. 
Uh, looking forward to that Batman 89 number three. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. Was that not just an FOC we were talking about? Was that not issue three? No. It can't, it can't be. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was Superman. That was yes. Superman. Uh, 79 or whatever. 79, yeah, 78. I got confused. Um, and, of course, a great Lee Weeks cover. Another version of Batman Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Arc- Gosh, that just keeps getting cranked out over and over again. Um, Batman the Audio Adventures special. Was that like originally a like a podcast uh, dramatic series that they've collected or something? I believe so. That's interesting. Yeah. Um. Super Sons with a neat little uh, cover on their last issue. Seven of seven by that Peter Tomasi uh, uh, mini there. Batman the Imposter starts uh, one of three, also with a Lee Bermejo cover. All he does is, is Batman B covers. So that's pretty cool. It's good life. Who is doing this? This is uh, Matson Tomlin and Andrea Sorrentino on interiors. It's a black label, three issue series, six bucks. Like they do sometimes. <laughs> if you are into this Jace Fox character at all, I am Batman number two. This Matina cover B is for you. A uh, really nice looking cover of him putting the cowl on there, staring dead eyed at you. I really like that one. Does it feel like we should still be having Future State books? It, it, it's exactly what it feels like. Future State Gotham number six. It feels like that's like a, a, an archaic issue from times gone by. Mm-hmm. Like, how long has Future been? It, it's been like eight months. Yeah, and we're still cranking along. Hunt the Batman reaches its penultimate chapter. True, its penultimate chapter. Who does? In this Future State Gotham. Oh, number six. oh yeah, oh yeah. Fantastic. Hey, and they collected the Inferior Five into a trade paperback. That's awesome, because that was one. That was one of those um, pandemic casualties. Mm-hmm. That it was maybe th- two or three issues that made it to print, and then it disappeared during the pandemic. And then I believe they just released the last two digitally, um, but they are going to collect it as a trade. That now and catch that up. That was one of those weird ones that fell fell in the cracks, and we thought might never resurface. There it is. Mm, yeah. Sure enough. Um, from DC Comics, we have Machine Gun Kelly's Hotel Diablo trade paperback. Between Heaven and Hell lies a way station for the souls, a place where your deeds in life and the keys to your eternity and the afterlife at the Hotel Diablo. So that's <sighs> Machine Gun Kelly's prior album, so uh, I'm not, I must miss those books. This is another, is this another uh, celebrity turned... Yes, it's a, he's a mus- musician. Yeah, he's from Ohio, from Cleveland. We're supposed to we're supposed to be fans. Who's he? Does he date somebody really hot? Megan Fox. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's that's all I that's all I need to know. Hey. Hats off, sir. Hats <laughs> off. Kudos to you, sir. 
Nelson comedy is dying. I've got to catch up on that. I haven't no chance to read that one yet. Wonder Woman 780. And Strange Adventures finishes. You yeah. mentioned that you uh, had that one stacked up, right? Is that the one? That is not the one. That's not the one. That was Strange Academy. Strange Academy. Gotcha. And Titans United. It's second issue. Head on over to some of our image books here. Department of Truth, 10 going to a second print. 11 going to a second print. 12 going to a second print. 7, 8, and 9 going to a second print. So 7 through 12 all going to a second printing on Department of Truth. I'm surprised they hadn't already. That's what I was I thinking. I guess. That's, they must have slowed down a little bit. Me, You Love in the Dark, this, the number 2 going to a second print. So that's good that it's continuing on. Ordinary Gods, number 3 going to a second print. If you remember, the original Man Eaters um, started strong, and then got kind of weird and uh, experimental towards the end. Um, it's kind of already. It's only a five-issue miniseries, and one of those issues was kind of like a, an experimental issue as well. So, okay. if you like that stuff, and it, it's more of the same. Down. And I'm oh, sorry, excited. Ahead. I I think is trig six sidekicks of trigger keaton is it just a five issue miniseries it doesn't say mm -hmm. um i thought it was a, a mini at one point but maybe they've extended it anyway go ahead you said dark horse yep I, yeah because i missed that trigger keaton i'm not sure on that but yeah we're down i'm down into dark horse looking around they collected dead dog's bike that was that was a fun four issues i enjoyed that mm-hmm the second iteration of No One Left to Fight, having its first issue of its five-issue series on No Left to Fight 2. Secret Land finishing up with its fourth issue. Down to IDW. Oh, look at that. Trippy Star Wars Adventures Ghost Vader's Castle number four. The cover B. That's that's really that's, interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, is that a is that a it's nightmare fuel? <laughs> this is a scary looking kid. The ghosts of Vader's castle. And then we have Transformers Wreckers Tread and Circuits number one. Yeah, it's kind of the all ag a little bit version of some of that. Some yeah, of the Transformer stuff. I like it. Down into Marvel. Black Panther Legends number one. Dive into the legend of the Black Panther on this new origin story by uh, Tochi Anabushi. And Dark Ages gets a second print and it looks exactly like the first print. Um, do, I haven't looked much at this Darkhold stuff. What's the deal? Oh, excuse me. Not sure. A brand new genre. So, let's see. Called forth to face the dread god Cthon, Iron Man reads from the ancient, ill-fated text, The Darkhold. Yeah, they read from the Darkhold and they all got... So, there's a Darkhold series, and then there's like Darkhold one-shots. Yeah. 
or are they are they full mini series? I don't know. The brilliant comedic mind behind the unbeatable Squirrel Girl uh, brings you this body horror tale of the century. So just in time for um, October Halloween. Yeah. Immortal Hulk fifty. Um, a lot of covers here. Giant sized finale. A uh, nice excuse to charge ten bucks for that. Wow. Well, it has been a long time coming. Yeah. What's what's he gonna do? He's gonna get some heat back because it's been a long time since we've been talking about hot Immortal Hulk books, right? Mm -hmm. Third printing of uh, Moon Knight number one coming out. Very cool. Plenty of Star Wars. Plenty of characters I don't recognize. <laughs> it's a couple I do. That's the one where we talked about the Jedi Knight and the Private Eye teaming up in that High Republic Trial of Shadows, number one of that five-issue series. And then uh, Valance, a damaged Valance, is the um, action figure variant. Yeah. Uh, Nobody what is, Do we know what he's from? Yeah, he's one of the bounty, the newer bounty hunters. When did he, when did he get damaged? In this series, he just gets his face shot off. He's an Empire Strikes Back. This is an Empire Strikes Back character. When did this happen? In Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. I'm trying to think. Must have been, maybe could have been the, Cloud City. Some, yeah, he's in the background of, uh, yeah, with yeah. all the other ones. And I don't with all the him. other ones in that scene when they were up on that. Yeah, mm -hmm. that could have been it. Dynamite. Uh, Adam Hughes with the upside down vampire. Oh man, and Vampaverse number one. Oh yeah pretty good oh yeah it is a huge okay yeah oh it's a hundred bucks <laughs> it's nice not that nice premium metal yeah yeah because they're apple too so that's just a recent yeah. uh, they collected specter inspectors into a trade that was that was a fun boom box book i like that a lot mm-hmm And our back half stuff. I like the cover for that Blade Runner Origins number seven. That looks really good. Hmm. Collecting c Casual Fling. That was a fun series from AWA. Second issue of Dead Box. From the Scoot imprint of Scout Comics, we have Ninja Scouts, number one. It's time for Ninja Scouts. Your neighborhood ninjas practice their skills in a world where magic, science fiction, and other genres we consider fiction are real. An after-school club and youth organization thrive and are open to all. 
Rick and Morty, Mr. Nimbus, number one. Straight out Rick and Morty, season five. Premiere comes Mr. Nimbus. The origin of Rick's mightiest foe. That one might pop, actually. You think? I'm very interested in the origins of Mr. Nimbus. They keep uh, talking about their old rivalry out throughout that first uh, episode, so. Perhaps. From Black Mask, White number three going to a second print. Uh, white number four coming out, and I assume being yeah limited to twenty five hundred. From Vault, we have World of Darkness Crimson Thaw number one. A World of Darkness event. All right, Drew, this could be a little more difficult here uh, to pick out our pick of the week. There's all kinds of stuff, but uh, not a ton that jumped out of me. Is there anything that jumped out of you as our pick of the week this week? I, I think I think I want to gonna go with the Immortal Hulk 50 and see if um, he can recapture some of the magic, see if Al Ewing can capture some of that old magic. He's got an immortal... He's got a... Um, oversized issue i really really like the uh garson cover mm -hmm. um it's 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 really cool and it's one of those that i think even if it doesn't pop now it's one of those that people will look back on and be it'll be sought after down the road because it's really neat and like it's like a collage of all these different hulk scenes and it makes uh the hulk face on the cover Okay. So it's really it's really cool. Um, Garson is the guy's name, G A R C I N. I've never Garson, not Garson, Garson, and I'm not sure who that is, but it, it's really a uh, an interesting uh, cover. So I'm gonna pick that one. I hate to pick a ten dollar book, mm. uh, but but with your discount from Cowabunga, you can, you, you could have got that for five bucks. <laughs> um, but it's too late now. <laughs> now you have, if you go into your comic shop, you're probably going to pay full boat for it. But it's a pretty sweet book. How about you, Kyle? Ooh, difficult, difficult, difficult. I always go towards a good scout book, but I don't know that Ninja Scouts is one that I I need to necessarily have. Um, Life is Strange has another iteration, but the heat's a little bit off. We talked to, during our episode... FOC about this E-T-E-R from Artists, Writers, and Artisans. And it is a very interesting uh, premise bet between it. Um, so I think I will go with the cover A of E-T-E-R from Artists, Writers, and Artisans. Uh, Jeff McComsey and Dan Panosian writing that. Um, look. E-T-E-R. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, we Super like Super sized. They're doing the thing I love. A, a supersized issue for four bucks so and you're doing the um cover a i like the cover a better with the whole squad just with the whole in. gang yep exactly. yeah that's a good one i like that one i remember we t we did talk about that during um Absolutely. yeah yeah that's really cool those are our picks of the week that's what drew and i are gravitating towards at the moment well, but if you have something different, if we miss something that is the thing to have this week, if you are excited for uh, Star Wars High Republic tri uh, uh, Trial Shadows, number one, or any of those things, let us know. Uh, find us on Instagram, 
Twitter, Facebook. Um, head on over to Patreon and find us there and be join us, be part of the Slack drop. All kinds of questions, have all kinds of conversations in that there as well. Uh, we thank you so much for joining us. For Drew and for myself. See ya.